0: Hello, and welcome back to Funny Shapes. On today's episode, we will be talking about the F1 car launches, which will be starting on Tuesday, January 31st. Okay, so if you are a new F1 fan, and this is your full first F1 season, And you don't know what the car launches are. I'm going to try to explain it because I also didn't know. And I had to search it up. But from all the research that I did, the best way that I can explain it is... The car launches are the F1 fashion shows. I think I heard Lydia say this on her video explaining the car launches and i think that's the best way that we can explain because it's a way for the teams to set the tone for the new season and show the new liveries because from the car launches we are not able to see if the cars are fast or if they will actually challenge for the world title because We can only start to see that at testing, which only happens in the end of February. So yeah, it's like a fashion show for just like them to brag in a certain way. The car and be like, okay, so this is our car and this is what we're using to fight for the championship. Don't know if that makes sense, but that's the best way I can explain it. Um from my research i got to know that in the past car launches were way more glamorous than they are now for example in the 1997 mclaren car launch they had the spice girls there to reveal the car which is something that doesn't happen now actually some of the teams choose to just do like an on- online car launch for example this season those teams will be Haas and Williams they will just do the online online car launch then we have Red Bull and Alphatari in New York we have Alfa Romeo in Zurich McLaren will be at their McLaren Technology Center. Aston Martin and Mercedes will be at Silverstone. And Ferrari still hasn't announced where their car launch will take place. I'm recording this on Sunday, January 29th. But I believe that they will announce it soon since their car launch will be on February 14th. But, yeah, the teams have gone on a, like, more not glamorous way, even though I think the Red Bull car launch will be something big, like New York in the middle of the city, at least for from the teasers that they've been putting on Instagram. It looks like it's going to be, like, an event. But, yeah, in the past, they were even more, like, big, and it was, like, something that people looked up for it i don't think i think maybe now it's not as looked up for it as as it was before but like in everything in this f1 world there's rumors going around about the cars and what they will bring to the new season so i'm gonna tell you some of them Uh, the first one is that red bull are looking to have a three kilos lighter car which means that they will probably be faster which is scary uh ferrari is looking to unlock 30 horsepower on their power unit And the floor changes that I will talk about later are predicted to take 0.5 seconds per lap in each team. So I think maybe they'll play a little bit with the cars. Um, Mercedes, I don't know if they're looking as good as we were thinking because toto said that he wants to keep the expectations low because he says that he's not guaranteeing that the w14 will get any closer to red bull or ferrari which to be honest i don't know i'm scared because i don't want to i don't want another car like the w13 because i want to literally grab that car and throw it in the ocean because that car was just horrendous, like so bad, didn't do what it was supposed to do, and so I want to forget that car and hopefully the W 14 won't bring as many sad moments as the W thirteen did. As we all know the twenty twenty two season had lots of regulation changes and this year we do have some changes but nothing as big as last year mostly it's aerodynamic changes just to make the downforce a little bit bigger now i am gonna read all of the 2023 car regulation changes I am reading this off of mortarsport.com, they did a whole article about the 2023 season, so if it sounds like I am reading, I am, because I couldn't memorize all of this to save my life. The 2023 specification of ground effect floors will be raised by 15 millimeters to minimize the quantity of teams running their cars as low as possible and risking safety concerns caused by vertical oscillation. This was originally proposed as a 25 millimeter rise but pushed back by the teams and so they were set by 15 millimeters. This includes more stringent flex tests to ensure that teams are not using elasticity in the floor to run the edges closer to the ground, while the diffuser throat height has been raised to reduce the aero sensitivity under the car. Basically, the cars will be closer to the ground, which will cause more downforce, which is good, even though, like, maybe it will cause some purposing, which we saw a lot last year, I think some of the drivers might still be feeling the after consequences of the purposing, but yeah, the cars will be way closer to the ground. Also the other big change I would say is following Jogon News accident in Silverstone and they will change the roll hoop regulations to improve the strength and reduce the possibility that the roll hoop may dig into the ground. As we saw the jog car got stuck in between, like, it, st- it, w- it got stuck in the ground as, yeah, and it was scary. So they will try to change that and they will test it out. Um, the top of the roll hoop, roll hoop, yeah, must be rounded to contract the possibility while the ability... Of, like, it's getting stuck in the ground, which happened to Joggonew's car. Also, another minor change will be in the mirrors of the car, they will be larger due to improvement of the rearward visibility. The mirrors used to be 150 millimeters per. 50 millimeters and they will beat us here 200 millimeters per 60 millimeters and some of the some of the teams have already tested this in practice sessions also the cost cap for the 2023 season is expected to drop to around 135 million dollars which is a bit of a Downgrade from the 142.4 million allowed in 2022. So let's hope that no one breaks the cost cap this year, shall we? Because we all saw what happened in 2021. Yeah, those are all of the 2023 car regulation changes. It's not something major like it was in 2022. But I'm excited to see what those bring to the cars. Um, I'm not going to talk about my predictions yet. Because I want to make a full episode about that. But I'm hoping that Ferrari comes true and fights for the championship. I think every Ferrari fan does especially after what we suffered last season. Um, But yeah, now let's talk about Race of Champions. So the Race of Champions took place this weekend in Sweden, and we had Team Germany with Mick Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel. It was so good to see them back together. Yesterday on Saturday, January 28th, it was it was the nations championship which they got up until the semi finals i believe yeah and then norway won the whole thing um, and today we had the champion of champions championship which was amazing and make got into the final and he finished second with Matthias Eriksson, no, that's not his name, wait, Strum, not Eriksson, sorry. Um, but yeah, he finished second, which was amazing, and he competed with Seb in the semifinals, and he won. He drived amazing the whole weekend, especially in those conditions, because I'm pretty sure that driving in the snow and ice wasn't easy, but he did amazing, and... I'm so proud of him, and then Matthias, in the end, on the post-race speech, he was saying that it was a pleasure to be racing with Mick, because he raced with Michael before, and since Michael couldn't be there, that he was happy that Mick could be, not gonna lie, a little tear rolled down my face. They also did the banner saying, Keep fighting Michael, which they do every year. Also, another tear running down my face. Like, you could see that all of them loved Michael and they were happy that Meg was there. And I don't know, but I think this whole thing just, just like, it got something in Meg. Like, he showed that he really is a good driver and he can drive in any condition. And and I really hope that he can come back into F1 and show, like, his real potential, not in a horrible car like the Haas cars. Um, yeah, I really think, like, the Schumacher jeans are just flowing and he's gonna show how much he can do when win races and maybe even world championships i think the day that mick schumacher wins a world championship i'm gonna be the happiest happiest person in the world right after when charles wins it um yeah now he's at mercedes and hopefully he will get to race soon Like, I'm so sad that he's not going to be in the grid this year Um, because it's so unfair because Haas didn't let him negotiate with Williams and then they didn't renew his contract. I swear, I'm never forgiving Haas for that. And I don't even care. I'm not supporting Nico this season. Like, I just don't care because it's not fair that you take the seat of like, new talent to put Nico there, but whatever, I'll get to that later, but yeah, today I'm just so proud of him, I swear, I have a big smile on my face since this morning, because it's, he was just so cute the whole, like, the whole weekend, his, like, little video introduction is so cute, I almost melted into the floor when I saw that, um, But yeah, I think that was all I wanted to talk about on today's episode. One of the things that people told me about the last episode was that I was kind of breathing into the microphone. So I tried to keep my phone a little bit away from my mouth and I think it got a little bit better. Not always. I think sometimes you can hear it a little bit, but I'll try to get better so yeah, if you liked the episode, please follow the podcast and if you want to share the new episodes or the podcast on your Instagram, you can do that and then you can tag me. My Instagram is in my TikTok bio and I'll see you next week. Bye!